Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with Daniela. Daniela, how are you? Good. How are you? Happy, happy International Women's Day, Louise. Happy that that's right. Happy International Women's Day. I am not a woman, but I do love and appreciate and and thankful for women. Thank you. Um, <laughs> let's, exactly. I'm thankful for you, Daniela. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Um, let's just break it down real quick. According to Google, because you know Google knows everything. International <laughs> Women's Day is a global holiday celebrated annually on March 8th to commemorate the cultural, political, and socioeconomic achievements of women. I mean, wow. Can it get any better than that? Exactly. Can it, is, should every day be International uh, Women's Day? T, exactly. And for all you men out there, your International Men's Day, because y'all want to be trolls, you guys want to be, when's International Men's Day? It's in November, bitch. Look it up. If you really Wait, cared, you would know. Thing? That's a thing. I think it's actually to highlight um like mental health awareness for men i think so you know what google's my best friend. i'll look it up right now but it's in november while you're, you looking, know how I know? while you're looking that up um i'll go ahead and talk about we talked about it last episode but unfortunately <laughs> um zoom the government whoever decided to just strike their evil upon us we weren't able to upload a an episode because they they broke the file but um <laughs> some of the women that have inspired me and have definitely i would say inspired others um Tyra Banks being one, Oprah being one. Stan. Who are some important women that you love? I mean, Tyra Banks basically raised me, um, basically raised us. Exactly. Um, I said last week, I said, I shouted out all my homegirls from uh, Univision, all my uh, fucking news anchors over there. Y'all know what I'm talking about, Primer Impacto, the Spirit America. <laughs> hey, if you guys watch Univision, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Barbara Bermudo. Neda Sandoval, okay? Everybody's like, what the fuck, bitch? They're like, like, what is she saying? What is she? But no, we exactly. I'm like, we know exactly what you're talking about, even though I don't know. But um, shout out to those women. Shout out to them. Shout out to our mothers who raised us. And, you know, we both have sisters. Shout out to our sisters. Luis is like, shut the fuck up, Daniela. Don't shout out my sisters right now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know about that. Um, no, just kidding. Love them. <laughs> um, so go ahead and tell us about. Okay. So for all you trolling men out there, your International Men's Day is November 19th. And it's actually the same thing. It celebrates worldwide the positive value men bring to the world, their families, and communities. Okay, bitch. Okay. It highlights positive role models and raises awareness of men's well-being. And this is straight from the internationalmensday.com website. Okay. There you have it. So, you know, it's all facts. Um, Yeah, I love that. Before we continue, um, I'm talking to you. If you, whatever you're talking to, you sound muffled. I don't know why. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Hello. And we're back guys sorry um daniela's having a little bit of mic issues i'm pretty sure you guys are gonna notice a difference now she sounds yeah. loud and clear but um hopefully <laughs> hopefully no we're back um so we just finished talking about international women's day shout out to all you women out there we love you um should we just dive right in into our stories because i know a lot of shit like has happened in the past week and i'm yeah, ready to talk about it mm-hmm. we have a lot to say <laughs> And before we, before I actually start, you guys, I was trying to look for a positive and I was just telling Daniela off air, not a lot of happy, positive things happen in the past <laughs> week. Um, I don't want to focus on negative, but it's like that when that's all you hear, see and talk about, like, that's all we can do, you know? Mm-hmm. I just want to preface it, but yeah, let's just get started. The first thing that I want to talk about this ignorant, ignorant fucker. Um, you guys might recognize, just kidding. This isn't a YouTube video. This is just a podcast. Um. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember a while back, the former CEO, well, now former Papa John CEO, he was in trouble because he had used the N-word. And of course, people were, you know, upset about this, called him out, did all what was necessary. Now, he did an interview recently where apparently he was trying to not defend himself, but yeah, like defend Mm -hmm. himself. He was talking about how, you know, I've learned from this. I'm a better person. And actually, I've been spending the last 20 months trying to get rid of the N-word from my vocabulary, my dictionary, my world. And it's like I was telling you off air, how does one try to do anything, specifically when it's like speaking? You don't try to not say the word, bitch. You just don't say it. I mean, how do you see this? Um, yeah, I'm trying not to be racist, you guys. I'm trying very hard to stop being racist. That just sounds fucking stupid. Stop supporting Papa John's. Their pizza's fucking good, but stop supporting them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love that. Um, but no, you have to take the N-word out of your vocabulary. I'm sorry, I totally interrupted you, but it's like, what? So why was the N-word in your vocabulary? You're not black. Yeah, and not to say that it's 
not to say that like not to say that it's an excuse for young people mm-hmm. like younger kids don't know better this guy's not a child he's not a a teen this guy's a fucking adult he's a grown-ass man so for him to like i don't know give this excuse that it's like i'm trying guys i'm i really am you guys need to it's like no bitch you are not the victim here you are not the exactly. one who's being hurt stop trying to play games and you guys i'm trying you know give me a break let me catch a break no nope, that's not happening so if you guys are listening like she said don't be fucking supporting papa john's even though he's probably no longer part of the company don't fucking don't buy their pizza True. don't buy it their pizza's expensive anyways okay like go get little caesars i know you guys are fucking elitist when it comes to that but don't even i'm like don't even get started on the whole little little season because people will drive like that shit's nasty y'all be eating that shit that's i'm like listen for starters i haven't eaten outside food like guzgueras in fucking a year because you know i'm not trying to catch covid but second of all is it really that deep like will you eat little are you are you like that when it comes to pizza will you eat little caesars I love Little Caesars, especially when, okay, this is where I do get a little bit like, like, oh, I won't eat it here. I won't eat it cold, obviously. I won't eat any pizza cold. Not even Pizza Hut, not even Domino's, the ones that everybody's like, that shit tastes so good cold. But it's like, no, I won't eat any pizza cold. (laughs) But Little Caesars, I don't know, there's just something about it. Like, I always remember like coming home from the beach or something and we pick up Little Caesars. That shit's just bomb, okay? So everybody get off. Get off my, uh, (laughs) get off my chair okay fuck i love that um moving on to the next story we have this girl of course she's my favorite kind of person she's a tiktoker (laughs) it's funny i say this every week i'm gonna get on tiktok i'm just gonna shut up by my tongue and be like i was wrong i love tiktok but not when it involves people like this ignorant ass people i don't want to be associated with that okay um but yeah this girl lauren kettering apparently she filmed her dog because it had a jar stuck in its head. So she was like laughing at it. I don't want to say mocking, but I mean, if you're laughing at a helpless dog, you're mocking it. Um, well, it apparently got a bunch of attention because people were coming out and calling her horrible names, which I mean, <laughs> you kind of deserve it. Don't be fucking stupid. But, um, and then she decided to go on Instagram live because she was receiving so much hate. And she was like, this is not me, you guys. I'm not a horrible person. Um, I, I would never, ever put a jar in its head. That's the doctors by itself. Trust me. But um, I will do better. And it's like. These are these are moments where I'm like, do you guys not think before you do. Like you're recording a helpless dog trying exactly. to escape the fucking jar and you're going to upload it for views and laughs and put money potentially like I don't get it. What do you think this girl's thought process was like what like i'm sorry and then there's also a difference because you know that the dog okay there's people who post videos of their dogs i mean my dog you guys are gonna hate me you guys are probably gonna think i'm an abuser but it's like my dog sometimes i'm like dude seriously right now like you're really gonna do that but he's not in pain when he's doing something that's like like let's say he's um trying to find his treat that's underneath the sofa and he's like like he's trying to and let me just preface it by saying that she has a satan for her dog she is uh her dog yeah (laughs) i'm totally kidding uh charlie was literally i think the like he's the spawn of satan honestly (laughs) if anyone's met him he's vicious he and i know people are like vicious because you're a bad owner no he's vicious (laughs) he's he's a product of incest and he is the runt of the family so i think he just it's all in the bloodline honestly well there it is um (laughs) and he's a chihuahua so even worse (laughs) but anyway yeah sometimes he'll be doing shit and i'll be like oh my god charlie if people saw you doing this They'd be like, why do you let him do that? But it's like, honestly, he just wants his treat. But I think I know what video you're talking about. Like, and I'm I'm just not thinking about it. I, I think he fucking like someone not duetted it, but stitched it on their for you page or something. Or not their for you page, my for you page. And the doggy is in pain, I think. Did you watch the video? I didn't watch I'm the video. I was gonna watch it, but then okay. I thought I'm just gonna get even more mad and then I'm gonna really yeah. go off on this girl. So I I mean I didn't. there's a difference. Like your dog is gonna tell you I keep saying doggy, but um is gonna tell you that it's in pain. Like, so why do you keep filming it? did you think people were gonna be like, Oh my gosh, I totally relate? No, bitch, no dog is gonna have their a head stuck in a tiny jar that's too small for its head and everyone's gonna think it's funny. Like some people she, when TikTokers lack common sense, I'm sorry. I was like, "Where's P 
PETA. I don't know. That's another story. Um, <laughs> when when I first saw like when I initially saw the the headline or whatever for this, I it took me back to I believe it was like you might not have heard of this, but it was like maybe two oh. three years ago. There was this YouTuber, this girl, um, mm. where I guess she forgot to edit edit out a certain part of her video where she was like abusing her dog and she uploaded she's like it. yeah she's like hating it she's yeah. like fuck off get away you fucking it like and it just it took me back there and i'm not saying i'm not trying to compare the two but it's like i don't know about you guys I, okay i have four dogs and i might not like take them out for enough walks but i treat them like they're my children like what the fuck these are helpless animals like bitch get bitten uh, that's i mean story. i mean sometimes i like to say i make the joke I'm a total white person when it comes to my fucking dog. Cause you know how, and I'm speaking strictly for Mexicans. You know how Mexican people can be with their dogs where it's like, I feel like, yeah, vete pa fuera, you know? No, Charlie is strictly indoor. Okay. If he gets tired on his walks, I will carry him. I've been looking at strollers because <laughs> I just, and people are like, oh my God, your dog is so spoiled. Bitch, what? I'm sorry. It's my only dog. It's, um, people are going to hate me for the sex part, but it's like when he passes away, which, oh my god I'm gonna start crying when he passes away I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to open my heart to another puppy like so I'm a total white person when it comes to my dog but then we're talking about these white bitches and I'm like maybe I'm not a total white person I don't know if there's a connection there oh you just had to go to negative but um hopefully this girl (laughs) learned from this experience and hopefully she thinks before she does Uh, I don't know do better um Lauren Kettering that's right Lauren Kettering go leave her some nice messages um the next story I want to talk about, of course, this white person, <laughs> a, a little famous musician by the name of Justin Bieber and his wife, I believe. They're they're married, right? Or they Yeah, they're married. Oh, um so we have Justin Justin yeah, whatever. Justin and Haley Bieber are getting backlash because one of their Instagram live clips has resurfaced. So basically in the video, she's like talking to the camera, Justin appears, and because of the way he's dressed, she thought it was appropriate to make jokes about drug lords she was saying you look like one of those mexicans no not mexican cuban you look like a fucking drug cartel person and blah blah blah. and then he goes he's he decided i don't know again i'm not saying i'm the most like socially aware enlightened person but i feel like by now you should know you shouldn't do accents like you sound ignorant and you come across as racist so he decided to i don't know what the fuck kind of accent he was doing but he started saying words and she's like that's italian so i'm like in the span of what five minutes you were able to offend oh Mexicans, God. Cubans, and Italians. <laughs> and like I said, people are calling him out. They're like, Are you fucking kidding me? This this is a joke. Like, is this real? I've never here's the thing. When it comes to certain artists, I've never been one. And in general, I feel like I'm not one to jump on the hate train. I remember in junior high transitioning to high school, people <laughs> love like you know who I'm thinking? I'm thinking about Christine. Christina Prado fucking Bieber. Yes, Justin Bieber. Yes. And when it comes to you know people and their hobbies and what they like whatever i'm not one to hate i'm like really you like that i that's weird but whatever do your thing but now that it's come out that he is he a racist can we call him a racist like what is he his decisions like Like, you're ignorant no i don't like them like i've always white celebrities sometimes white celebrities who who like do certain things like your tan's a little too dark for me with your white ass your um like the slang that you use sometimes is a little too like black scent for me i don't know yeah um, like you're giving off these ignorant vibes and again i am gonna call somebody racist later on in my stories in this case do i uh, is like a racist a racist i mean i i want to say they're maybe just ignorant but it's like at some point your ignorance your ignorance will turn into racism so you need to learn now well, you should have learned when you were a child but you obviously fucking didn't but <laughs> yeah so people are like um people then people are cruel the people the internet are cruel they started hating on his music they're like bitch go make some good music because you haven't heard a good song since whatever whatever and it's no. like ouch that's kind of funny but kind of hateful but i don't know his comments were hateful so i don't know um justin bieber if this message somehow gets back to you do better think about again it just comes down to i feel like people and like I said, I will be the first one to own up to my bullshit. I have said ignorant Dude. things in the past. Mm-hmm. I have tweeted, Facebook, whatever you want. To, I We all make mistakes, but it's a matter yeah. of learning and growing from those experiences because if you're not growing exactly. and you keep doing the same shit over and over, I'm sorry, you don't deserve 
what you have. You don't deserve that money. You don't deserve those, your music recognition, even though I don't think he gets that many. You don't well, deserve the fans. <laughs> you don't deserve, you know what I'm saying? I mean, she is part of the Baldwins, which I think I told you before, it might be her aunt, the lady who faked her Spanish accent for all those years. Oh God, Hilaria. Yeah, so it's like, Hilaria, yeah. <laughs> so so let's just say a, pro- um, a problematic person married another problematic person and it's obviously don't teach each other anything. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, moving on. This next story, trigger warning, child abuse, bullying, this is not a laughing matter. I'm not sure if you saw this or not, but this black middle school student was forced to drink urine of four white, no shocker, four white classmates who called him the N-word as he drank it. Classmates allegedly took away the black student's inhaler. They filmed the abuse and then shared it with his friends, shared it with their friends. The black student's mother spoke out on Facebook and people are livid. I saw this TikTok on on Twitter because, of course, I don't, you know, have a TikTok, but... um. Mm-hmm. I will say that's one positive thing about TikTok is that if there ever is an issue or a problem, people will make it known and it'll bring more awareness, which in this case is a good thing. But what triggered me and the reason why I'm bringing it up, obviously, because it's horrible. And this is like a message to you people out there who have kids. You need to treat, uh, you need to teach them to do fucking better. But um, mm-hmm. the reason why I wanted to bring it up was because. One, I mean, let's it's racism. There's nothing. There's yeah. no way around it these little fuckers are racist second of all a lot of the people in the comments i don't know i'm i i'm shocked to say the least like mm-hmm. people in the comments were like are you kidding me this this little black and they were saying the n-word why black mm-hmm. people everyone was using the n-word they were like this little this little black um n-word was taking their bullshit now that's a pussy this kid's a little pussy who the fuck raised him he's a little bitch and it's just like how ignorant and how insensitive could you be to say that this is somehow his fault this is his fault he got beaten he should have like four against one i don't care what race you are how does that make any sense exactly like how do you see what do you think about this where sorry where did this happen where i think of i read course, texas right yes of course texas. it happened in texas which i mean yeah, there's no sugarcoating it. This is like a racially charged, like racially motivated um, bullying. You know, it's these kids are racist and they're probably raised by racist and racist children turn into racist adults. And I think a lot of people need to understand like that quote about how like hate is taught, like exhibit A, honey, because I'm sorry, there's this is, I wouldn't even say this is bullying. This is beyond bullying. Cause there's bullying where it's like, you're picking on somebody and you're, you know, tormenting them. And this is like, this is kind of like, um, this is more vicious than that. Do you get me? Like, this is beyond bullying. Like this is obviously a racially charged, racially motivated, like um, action. And I don't know. I think I read that the school, the school didn't do anything, right? Like the mom reached out to the school. No, yeah. According to this article, it says um, the Plano, the Plano, I don't fuck you pronounce it, the mm-hmm. Plano Independent School District in Texas and the local police department are investigating the oh, alley, which I'm sorry. Anytime there's, there's investigation, that shit's going to be done, forgotten about exactly. in like two days. Like this is some bullshit. I think like this is oh gosh it just saddens me like you know that there's not going to be any justice for this mom for this child like that's years of um therapy that he's going to need to overcome this trauma because it's it's like again this is like beyond bullying I don't even like it just makes me sad because like you're talking about the comments and about how people are like oh he couldn't hold his own he couldn't do anything for against well number one it's four against one like and you're not going to want to do anything for against one, especially when they're doing something as vicious as like making you drink their urine. You know, it, you're, if they're doing something as bad as making you drink their urine, what else are they going to do if you try to fight back like four against exactly. one, you know? So that's number one. Number two, it's like, think about it. He is the minority in this case. He's the black boy. He's the, he's the aggressor. So if he would have done anything, it would have been like, oh my gosh, like, 
you know, it would have been 10 times worse. Like if he would have tried to do anything. So like, it's, it's just so sad. And I like, even though you don't want the outcome to be what it always is, I'm hoping that this mom and her little boy can find peace (laughs) and he's able to like overcome this. And I hope those fucking four little twats get what the fuck they have coming for them. I'm, I'm sorry. I know they're middle school children, but at some point it's like, what middle school child is doing something that vicious? I'm sorry. Like, yeah, like you said, this behavior, this, everything they've, they're doing, they're lashing taught. out has been taught. This is not like we were fucking middle school kids. We were junior high kids. I know at one point we never thought, let me go make someone, let me call this person this, let me fucking make them like these people. I don't know what's wrong with them. Hopefully, they exactly there comes a time, a point in their life where they, they realize that they need to change the way they think, the way they act, the way they treat other people. And this is okay, not to like make it about like having kids. This is also a part of a part of having kids and like mm-hmm. creating a family that scares me because one, obviously everyone tr- I would like to think, I would hope that everyone tries their best to create um to raise amazing children. children. Mm-hmm. But then it's like there's only so much that parents can do. Like for example, school, assuming the world goes back to normal, there's only so much yeah. that you can protect your kids and you don't want to shelter them. I don't think it's good to be like a helicopter parent. Yeah. But like, the outside world is scary. And to anyone having kids right now, I'm wishing the best of luck. I hope your child has exactly. just n- never has to experience something traumatic like this to the kid, to the family. I wish them, I don't know, happiness, positivity. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, that's horrible. Poor child. Exactly. Like, you just hope that he can overcome this and his mom finds peace and is able to help them like oh gosh it's just so sad i don't really know how to transition on and i don't want to sound insensitive but i want to move on to something i don't want to say lighthearted because this next story this next short story isn't really that lighthearted but you know our girl at this point i feel like we're besties with this girl you know <laughs> tessica tessica yes. brown is in the headlines again according to tmz oh. which you know how much i love them um <laughs> this girl this imposter decided that it'd be a great idea to poke to post i'm sorry post fake hospital bills in order to get money so she posted this bill of 186,000, you know for hospital because she's portraying herself out to be or she's making herself out to be tessica so she's like you guys i need money like i still have these medical bills to pay for and of course she was trying to make this money apparently she only got to like 500 something because then gofundme caught on to the fraud and they were like psych no sweetie you're not gonna do this you're not gonna get all this money so they closed the account um what do you make of people like tessica was experienced this whole drama and now people are trying to i wasn't say cloud chase they're they're, they're trying to but they're trying to get money like this is fraud what (laughs) like is some legal action gonna be taken i think i feel so bad for her like people i mean we were part of those clowns too that were clowning her but um First, she's in the headlines about, like, the whole Gorilla Glue thing. Then, I mean, thank God she was able to detect her breast cancer early enough. But now it's like, oh, my gosh, she's going through all this. And then people are also trying to use her name to get money. I feel, I mean, that just goes to show how good the world is that they were willing to give her more money than what they had already given her. But jokes on them because it wasn't even her that they were giving it to. (laughs) Like, oh, gosh. It's so, like... I, I feel like I shouldn't be laughing at this because, and let's get this straight. I'm not laughing at Jessica and everything she had experienced. No, absolutely, yeah. I'm laughing at the fact that like this, this like, let's say what it is. This evil bitch is trying to make a coin off of the <laughs> like, pain, like experience. Go find me. Give me that fucking money. Like I'd be like, go find me. Excuse me. She is my name. Can I have it? Cause I actually have serious medical bills coming up. So <laughs> not to make light of, you know, traumatic childhood like i'm like i have lots of issues i am kind of a fucked up person like where's my money <laughs> where's my money go find me i think oh my gosh imagine we, uh me let's to make a go find me for uh getting us therapy therapies i mean therapy is expensive out of pocket so let's just put that out there <laughs> which that's that's a whole different conversation about therapy that's a whole different i could probably use a therapist we all could there's nothing wrong with ta- uh, saying that Everyone, if you have the opportunity, go see a therapist. I know right now in the world of Zoom, it's kind of hard, but if you have the option, do it. Exactly. Sorry, we can't be your therapist. A thousand times better. I mean, I could try. I probably won't give you the best advice, even though, you know. I mean, you're not licensed. Oh, true. Never mind. I don't want to get sued or, you know, (laughs) taken to jail. So never mind. 
you can vent to me. Let's just say that. You're I like, won't say I'm an, al- I'm an alternative therapist. No, bitch. I'm about to call the cops on you. <laughs> let me let me stop there then. Um, let's go ahead and transition over to you. I know you have some juicy stories you want to talk about. So give us a tea. Juicy. Okay, first we're gonna start off with dumbasses. I mean, we just ended with our Texas story about the little boy, but I mean when I think of Texas, I think of fucking idiots because their governor over here lifted the COVID-19 mask mandate and business restrictions on March 10th, which um, makes like, which opens up their whole state. I mean, their whole state was already open, apparently. Um, and we think California is open. No, I guess Texas is like, Texas is open. Texas is like, no, okay, they're bitch, like, let's fucking, fucking on the streets open. Like, yeah, let's wild animals. Let's shove each other's uh, tongues down each other's throat, you know? So uh, Mr. Abbott, Governor Abbott, who's a Republican, he made the announcement on March 10th and said it is now time, the time to open Texas 100%. State mandates are no longer needed. And so, oh, sorry, not on March 10th. March 10th hasn't even fucking happened. March 10th is fucking Wednesday, but everything is lifted on March 10th. He made this announcement last week And he's basically allowing businesses, um, they don't have to, their their customers don't have to have masks on. I mean, I've read that some businesses are going to continue asking their customers to wear masks. But then I feel like the argument opens up, and I'm going to ask you for your opinion on this, but now the service workers are going to have to do double what they were doing before, where it's like, oh, please wear your mask. And now it's going to be okay for people I mean, it wasn't okay before, but now it's going to be okay for them to be like, I don't have to wear my fucking mask. Like, what do you, what do you have to say about all of this? Like no mask, completely open. What's your opinion? For starters, I fucking move. I don't know how that works, but I'd get the fuck out of Texas because I'm not, let's be honest, 90. I mean, this is just me talking, talking out of my ass, which is like a common thing. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I would say like 95, 98% of Texas is a fucking clowns. So there might be that two, 3% that's like scared to be there right now. Um, Exactly. When you said it, I wasn't necessarily thinking business wise, like, oh, how are like businesses and stores and restaurants going to operate? But then as soon as you said it, it hit me. It's like, Mm -hmm. wait, let's say you are part of that two, 3% that I created that is scared and is still going to be wearing masks. Like, how is the public going to view you? Second, like you said, workers are going to have to go above and beyond to not only protect the fucking, you know, people coming into their businesses, but themselves. Like, who the fuck is going to show up to work, Mm -hmm. not wearing a mask, being exposed to everyone and their mamas? Like, and like you said, it's it's like state regulation. So it's like, how does it work where like a business is part of the state? You got to follow fucking, you got to follow guidelines. Like, you can't just do your own thing. So I don't know how this is going to work out for businesses. I don't oh fucking know. Y'all better figure it out. But please don't come over to California. We don't need that shit coming over here. See, I mean, think about it. It's almost spring break. So people tend to migrate to fucking beaches for spring break. So I'm just I'm praying for everybody right now. Because even though vaccinations are rolling out with states like Texas, and I'm right now I'm reading Mississippi, I guess, too. Like, they're lifting mandates and everything. And it's like... You guys, can we just, I just want to be like New Zealand. Okay, I see videos. I see videos of New Zealand. Wait, let me interrupt real quick. You got vaccinated, right? You got one, your first dose. Let's give me your experience. Break it down. What was that experience like? You guys, she's vaccinated. So I got the Moderna vaccine. And um, don't ask me about the logistics of the Moderna vaccine because I didn't fucking read up on it. I just know that I have to get two doses. (laughs) And I read up on the symptoms. I don't know how effective it fucking is. I know people are fucking jizzing themselves for the Pfizer vaccine. Like, they're like, I want Pfizer. But I was I'm okay like, with is, Moderna. Is this like, um, never mind, I want to get into it. Um, <laughs> so yeah. it was a super easy experience where I went, the high school that I got it um, at, super easy, like super easy process the nurse was super nice and I didn't even fucking feel it she was just like don't look at the needle now darling because you're gonna get scared and I was like bitch I'm not gonna look at no fucking needle and super easy they kept me there 15 minutes afterwards because they have to keep everybody just to monitor symptoms or immediate allergic reactions if there's any but she told me I got the 411 you guys the nurse told me that if you've never had an allergic reaction to a vaccine or any other medication before 
you will not have an allergic reaction to this. Like, hello, like potato, potato, dumbasses. So <laughs> um, all I felt the day of that I got it was fatigue, headache, and slight soreness. And then the next day I felt fatigue. Like, y'all, I was sluggish all day. Like no amount of coffee could wake me up. And my arm hurt to even lift. Like it just hurt. Like I could not move it. And I was like, oh so my you, gosh, I'm about you to weren't die. giving any hand jobs this weekend? Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> I was gonna say um, my- with Corona <laughs> and everything going on, I feel sluggish. Like no matter how motivated and how much like energy I try to have. Exactly. So let's be honest, you guys getting vaccinated, it's not gonna you're not gonna feel anything different. Exactly. I was like, I don't know if I'm sluggish because I was driving around all day because I had to go from work straight to the vaccine and the vaccine. Yeah, I don't like to drive. I don't take the freeways. So the high school I had to go get it at was a good 40 minute drive. Okay, so Come on, road trip. I don't like to take the freeways. So it was <laughs> road trip. <laughs> um, but I'm waiting for my second dose, which is March 30th. I'm giving out all my fucking information right now. What's um, your FICA score, your credit card uh, info, your... Um, and I'm only scared for the second dose because people that I know that have gotten Moderna and things I've read is that after the second dose is when they get like their fevers. And I haven't been sick for a whole fucking year. So I don't remember what it feels like to be sick. I hate... I mean, nobody loves I being sick, but I being fucking sick. dread it. Yes, I fucking hate being sick. It's disgusting. I hate it. Um, I mean, I'm already a whiny little bitch. And when I'm sick, I'm even worse. <laughs> so I'm just scared that my work isn't going to let me. I know people are going to be like, bitch, you don't want to go to work. So it's okay. Um, but I just, my work is probably going to be like, we need a negative COVID test when you come back. And it's like, bitch, I don't want to take time out of my day. To go, oh, like, gosh. can I just not get a fever? Thank you. <laughs> But um, I'm excited. When you become eligible, you guys should definitely go get it. I mean, believe in science. We all fucking eat hot Cheetos. Half of you who listen to us have probably sucked a good amount of dick. Um, so <laughs> no, which I mean, we're not shaming. Not be worried about it. <laughs> we're not shaming. I'm not. I'm just saying. If we can eat hot Cheetos and drink fish bowls at fucking JP23, <laughs> we can all fucking go get vaccinated. Um, moving on from my vaccination. I know I love talking about myself, but moving on, I was, uh, I told you, I told you this last week, or we talked about it last week, um, but unfortunately our episode didn't air, which we've already talked about. We were probably talking about some shady shit probably too. It always, it always happens. But I told you this last week about how Harry, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were going to sit down with Oprah and have an interview. And you were shocked to hear that I have an interest in the royal family. I was shocked um, that you and your mother, I was like, I my I was mother, like, I, was like, I mean, we're, we're Mexican, like Mexicans give a fuck about that. I don't know. Is that ignorant? You guys, please tell me that someone else's immigrant mother also fucking loves Princess Diana. It's like a whole thing on TikTok. People are like, please tell me like that your mother who has immigrated from another country also loves princess diana because they loved what princess diana represented i was like my mother loves princess diana anyways sorry so they sat down yesterday with oprah and well i expected there to be a lot of surprises i was shocked to find out a lot of things that they said for the first hour oprah sat with Jess Megan, who we all know she's the one who married into the royal family. She's um, biracial, half black, half white. Um, she was a game show host, not host. She was on The Price is Right. She was one of the suitcase girls. She was, um, she's an actress. She was on that TV show Suits. I know a lot of people are like, she was an actress. Bitch, if you're on a fucking seven season TV show for six seasons, you're a fucking actress. So shut the fuck up. Um, and uh throughout her time she's always been like an activist she's always worked with charities and everything so she sat down with Oprah for the first hour and a lot of the reason that people were like afraid of this interview was because I told you this last week about how racist the tabloids were in 
the UK about how they would, you know, write things about her. They would straight out, UK press is fucking wild. They would straight out use the N-word when talking about her. And you you realize that it's because the family didn't protect her, but the whole interview opened your eyes to so many things. She would go to the family or there's two things. There's the family, the royal family, and then there's the business side of it, which it kind of made it seem like it's the business side of it that wouldn't protect her, that wouldn't put out statements in defense of her and say, Meghan Markle is not a bully. She's not this. She's not what the tabloids are calling her. And they wouldn't protect her. She's, she went to them multiple times like, you guys are writing lies about me. Can you please say something? And it'd be like, well, you know, just don't listen to it. But yet they'll do anything to protect their pedophile prince, Prince Andrew, who worked with, who worked, who was like associated with Jeffrey Epstein, which Jeffrey Epstein, we all know, fucking pedophile, crazy ass over there. So a lot of it you realize is racially motivated because then she goes on to say she did feel welcomed into the family at first and then they got married and they went on their first tour as a couple and I guess as members of the royal family you tour their commonwealth and I'm like you guys just fucking say like your fucking territories like the people who you're still like they're your property basically like these countries are your fucking property so they toured the they did like uh new zealand south africa um and a couple other countries and i guess after that point the family and the business side of it the institution the royal institution kind of saw like they saw that everybody loved her that she was like a princess of the people and they were like no this absolutely like what the fuck people cannot like her which is like to me it's like isn't that what you want isn't like don't yeah, you want exactly. to like, her? like she's a part of your family now Why she's a part of your family a now exactly representation of that she's ushering in a new era for your tired ass monarchy but no they did not want that because and i loved when prince harry joined the interview he basically said i think and he didn't say it and i was like bitch just fucking say it she reminded them of your mom and they didn't fucking like your mom so just fucking say it but he didn't say it. he was just like i think she just brought up a lot of old feelings that they had that they probably didn't know that they like they just didn't like that people liked her and I was just like yeah they didn't like that people liked her because she's black and they didn't like that people liked her because she reminded them of your mom so bitch like just say it another shocker and this is like trigger warning um for like um depression suicidal thoughts suicidal tendencies she Meghan Markle brought up the fact that the catalyst for this entire thing about them leaving the royal family was because she was having suicidal thoughts from everything. She wouldn't read the tabloids, but her family and her friends would call her crying, being like, they're really like, like Megan, you have to tell them to do something about this because this is, they're just printing out lies and lies and lies about you, like, and just defamatory things and racist things. And so she would have suicidal thoughts while she was pregnant And so when she told Prince Harry, her husband, they tried to go to the royal institution together, like the the business side of it. And they were like, what can you offer me? Like, I need help. I need help from you. Yeah. Please, like, help me find help. Like, help me, like, check into, like, a mental mental health, like, uh, retreat or something or help me check into like a hospital somewhere and they basically told her no they were like you're um you're not a paid member of our like royal institution so we can't really do much for you like you're shit out of luck bitch basically and so from then on that was kind of their catalyst to leave and then there was a lot of other stuff louise like that the family had conversations about what color, what skin color their child would have because she was pregnant. And they were scared that the child, even though this child is going to be a quarter black, like a drop, honey. And they were still so scared that he was going to come out dark skin. And I was like, look at Meghan Markle. Do you really think he's going to come out any darker than that? Like, really? So then there was conversations. I know I'm like rambling at this point, but it's like, I was so shocked to hear that they didn't want to give the baby a title. They didn't want to call him Prince. 
I'm like, uh, can you hear me? Sorry. No, I'm listening. Oh my God, this is the royal family. They're they're censoring me. Um, they didn't oh, want to no. give them, they didn't want to give him the title of prince. Okay, and with the title of prince would offer him security for life because you know people are out to get the royal family apparently, but they didn't want to give him this title because like Loki, think about it because he has that one that quarter black in him. Like, bitch, are you fucking serious? Like, it was just so sad. From what I gathered, they're in good terms with his grandma, the queen, but they're not on good terms with his brother, Prince William, and his father, Prince Charles, which I'm like, they're probably the ones who fucking, they probably called your wife the N-word or your little son the N-word, and you probably just don't want to say anything. But Oprah, I will say, my highlight, oh my God, I'm like burping into the mic. My highlight was Oprah's interviewing skills because she just, she was respectful, but she was still getting a story. Like she was pushing them to try and say names, but she understood that they weren't going to share that with her. But she, I just loved her listening skills, her interviewing skills. I was like, Oprah needs to do more, more interviews like this. I need the Oprah show back. I told you this off air. I need the Oprah show back. I'm, I'm like all that. you um, <laughs> casting people and network listening because I know how much you guys love our podcast. So many people listen to podcasts. Um, <laughs> Oprah, come on, bring your show back. I have so okay. many thoughts on this. Honestly, I'm gonna yeah. try to like not. After I yeah, after, after like I'm like after you just gave us your monologue, which we love, we appreciate, we love your breakdown of this nonsense. Um, because so that's what it's nonsense. Um. For starters, this whole royal family bullshit nonsense. Like, I don't know who the fuck why the fuck you guys know what i'm trying to say right like this is some nonsense yeah. like, this whole it's it's like it's bullshit to say the least like lack of a better exactly. term like one of the biggest problems here is racism let's call it what it is you guys are fucking racist well guess what she's not going anywhere and they're gonna have a lovely family and you're gonna go fuck yourself because nothing's changing second of all i don't i don't understand why like I mean, I do understand racism. Like, really? You were that concerned? Like, you were praying to God and whoever your higher power is, who you believe in, that this child would not be that of a dark complexion. Like, you stupid, ignorant fucks. Like, Thank you. What the fuck? Like, are you guys at the- I'm assuming everyone here is, like, 60 plus. Like, who are these white, old fuckers? Like, who are these people? Thank you. What era do you live? What, what fucking... This is 2021, bitch. We're yeah. not in the fucking... Ugh, it's clownery. I don't... I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's ridiculous. I'm like, well, bitch, look, I guess they have no money. They have fucking money. His mother left him an inheritance. And he basically said, I think she knew that I would one day leave the family. And I was just like, oh, T, because she knew that you wouldn't have. He's not first in line. Me, like, giving all the royal family tea. So it's like, he was never really, bitch, he's never going to be king. His grandmother's fucking on, like, almost 100. And that bitch is still queen. Okay, still got to go through fucking 70-year-old dad. So got to go through fucking uh, 40-year-old brother, okay? So you ain't never going to be king. Which call me <laughs> hateful, but, like, at what point do all these people die? Like, at what point does their bloodline, Thank like, you. end? Like, can you Thank just stop you. reproducing? Because clearly you guys aren't reproducing. You guys Thank are not you. creating wonderful humans here with your old-ass fucking illogical think way of thinking mindset. You fucking clowns. I mean, he's the only, he's the only person that you fucking bread that actually has some fucking common sense but a lot of people had a lot to say about this interview mostly white people namely you guys probably don't know her because she's not a household name she she thinks she is but she's not (laughs) real housewives of new york alum bethany frankel if you guys listen to our recaps or if you've listened to um episodes before i've expressed to louise that i've never liked her fuck that bitch she's stupid and she had a lot to say, basically. She tweeted out, um, I think, I'm not going to fucking pull up the tweet, but in not so many words, she basically said, why are they giving this interview? Megan, you married into this royal family. Cry me a river, bitch. Like, basically, like, oh, woe is me, princess. You have millions of dollars and you're sad because they didn't accept you into a family that you knew you were marrying into. And it's like, Bitch, were you not, I'm sorry, I'm getting into like Real Housewives knowledge here, but it's like, were you not on this show for seven seasons crying about your divorce? And on top of that, she was on her comeback season. She was crying about how she was homeless while living in a luxe apartment, but she thought she was homeless because she wasn't living in the home that she had purchased with her ex-husband. And I was like, bitch, are you not 
the biggest woe is me bitch like which then i I'm saw sorry. that she went ahead and i wouldn't say retracted her statement but she then went and like she when it was not. after watching it <laughs> she went ahead and was like yeah uh, like what did she say do you remember what she said? i know she was trying to like she said, she said apology now after watching it i understand what they're going through um you guys know me i am um i'm like outspoken to a fault at times like um and i i'm sorry if i'm sorry if that's how you know that the apology is not genuine because i've given a lot of i'm sorry ifs i'm sorry if you were hurt or offended and <laughs> bitch she's a fucking clown and then on top of that i know that people in her probably her dms but i saw her like people mm-hmm. tweeting her being like why like she has this weird obsession a fascination i don't know if she's racist, but she comes across as that because she has these fucking microaggressions um mm-hmm. she's been in interviews watch what happens live where she's referred to the women of houses of atlanta which these bitches and that's a term of endearment in my house these bitches of atlanta are queens compared to you trash white women on New York. Let's exactly. put that out there. Second of all, because apparently she does this thing where like she's referenced them as being like, yeah, you know, these girls and they 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 snatch your weaves and they fight and they spit and mm-hmm. they blah, blah, blah. It's like, do you not realize how ignorant you sound? Basically exactly. all that to say that she's coming across as racist because why is she always solely focused on black women, what they're doing, how they feel like bitch, exactly. mind your business. Don't you have businesses to run? Like get the fuck out of here your skinny margaritas that you fucking make um a lot of people were saying because she had also previously tweeted about megan the stallion and um cardi b's song wop you know and she had said what kind of example are they setting and people were like why the fuck are you so worried about a song that not it doesn't even fucking pertain to you so yeah she has this obsession with black women and i think it goes like what you said, like she just wants to portray herself as better because I'm like, girl, what? You were born with privilege. Just because mommy and daddy don't talk to you doesn't mean, I mean, I, that's, now I'm going to housewife's analysis. No, and I don't let's, do let's, that. let's, anyway. kind of, let's, let's finish talking about that. Cause I want to, I want to put that conversation to bed. Um, I know a lot of people were also re- resurfacing. This clip was resurfacing between, I'm mm-hmm. sure you remember when she had a conversation with Amorosa, which she says she's yeah, the number I mean, one TV villain, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, she said something that really struck a nerve. It really struck her nerve in that interview where she said something like, I, as a black woman, have to go above and beyond. And this is not the exact quote. I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. She said, I have to, as a black woman, be above and beyond. You get to be mediocre and you're given everything. And people are like, see, bitch, clearly we're all in the same boat. You have this obsession with black women. You don't realize that there's a double standard in the business exactly. and you need to get over yourself. But um, yeah, just like I said to the last person I said, if you ever, if you're listening to this, um, go fuck yourself, Bethany. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? I think to, to wrap it all up, it's just, I, I'm glad a lot of people put her in her place. And I was like, bitch, Megan does not give a fuck what you have to say. Megan don't even got a Twitter. So she's like, <laughs> But to wrap up that whole discussion about the royal family, you know, wish them the best. Um, I just want to say, please do not start GoFundMe's for them because they said that they were cut off from the royal family. Bitch, he's got his mommy's inheritance. Okay, oh. I saw a lot of people saying that they they were like, oh, let's 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 you know help them. And I'm like, with, with what, bitch? Like, yeah, they're cut off, but I think you guys forget they just bought a fourteen million dollar home bitch like yeah he's set he's good mommy mommy mommy's taking care of him don't worry so just wrap that up right there um moving on moving on yes um i wanted to talk about how this i didn't bring it up off air but it has to do with uh i'm circling back to my vaccination because i love talking about myself (laughs) apparently the cdc says that fully vaccinated americans can spend time together indoors and unmasked. So, Louise, get your fucking vaccination so we can so we can record in person. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. We're just me like biting my words, like eating all everything I've said in the since the start of this podcast. Has been like, don't fucking go into groups. Don't hang out with your friends. Now, as soon as I get vaccinated, I'm like, hey guys, live in person podcast. No, um, I mean. 
they also said that we need to prepare for a fucking zombie apocalypse. So I don't know. Is the CDC all that like reliable? I know they're in charge of everything and all that health issues. And I don't fucking know, but no. I don't know. Um, But yeah, if we do, if I do end up getting vaccinated, I mean, basically from my understanding, my parents were like, cause you know, I maybe I could be fucking 30. I'm 24 years old. And I could be fucking 50 somehow <laughs> living in my parents. house. They bitch were Mexican. They make the rules. I got to follow them. So they, they, I'm from my understanding. They said once we're all vaccinated and things start to come down, you know, you're free to be a fucking niño de la calle. So yeah, maybe once I get vaccinated, we might do some in person. Um, I'm, we'll stay tuned for that. I'm excited to be a niña de la calle again. Okay. I told my parents, <laughs> You guys are lucky. You guys are lucky the world shut down right when I got my license. Y'all would never be seeing me ever. I'd be getting off the off work at six o'clock. You would not see me till eleven thirty. <laughs> we love that. Um, I think we're gonna end on a happy note. I think we're gonna I like what you started. We love that. You contributed to the podcast for once. No, I'm totally kidding. Um we're gonna end on a positive note. Um, I'll go first this time. I think my happy positive note is that you guys, I've reached the point of midterms, um, which, yes. is not a, which is not a positive thing because like bitch, you wants to take tests, but it just <laughs> means that we're halfway through the semester and so far I still have all A's. So hopefully after these midterms, I continue to have A's, <laughs> but um, yeah, if you're in school, um, make sure to take breaks because I know school and work and homework can be a bitch. So don't forget to do a mental uh, health check in. Take a day off if you need it. But I'm um, Daniela. What's your positive? My positive. Now y'all gotta think I'm bragging. I got my tax return already, so she's happy. She's good. Okay, it was payday number two, and tomorrow's probably payday. Actually, payday number one. Tomorrow's payday number two. Okay, so that's my positive. I'm excited. Thank you. Um, tax returns. That's probably the last time I'm ever gonna get he- a hefty one until I get married or have children, because I'm no longer a student. So next year, I will probably have to pay. And I'm thinking I might sacrifice myself and have a child. No, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Imagine a lot of people going to be I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not going to have a child. I'm kidding. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and uh, edit that. <laughs> no, um, um, but yeah, with that, you guys, I think that wraps up this episode. Hopefully, you guys are entertained. Hopefully, you guys are still tuning in. Hopefully, you guys are loving what you're hearing. Make sure you follow our podcast Instagram at no bs pod make sure to follow our social media you guys know where to find us and daniela any fine words um yeah just you know double mask it because governor newsom said that we're not like texas and you need to take care of yourself (laughs) exactly so with that you guys thank you guys again so much for listening and we'll see you guys in the next one Bye. bye